Welcome to the Hear My Story podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We love having you here. And it's our mission to bring you powerful stories of everyday people. Prepare to be inspired. Here's your host, Josh Oxendine. What is up, everybody? Uh, I am your host, Josh Oxendine. Thanks so much for tuning into the Hear My Story podcast, especially if this is your first time checking us out. The episode today is an incredible journey of a girl by the name of Courtney Benjamin. She has a story that is extremely powerful that can be um, relatable to uh, many teenage girls and girls um, about body image, um, about her journey of of being shamed and then how that has influenced her, um, her body image, eating disorder. Um, I'm not going to go in further details. I'm just going to let you hear it for yourself. So here it is, Courtney Benjamin's story. By that time, like I was obsessed with, will a guy accept me if I'm this size? No, so I'm going to lose weight. And then like no amount of weight that I would lose would be enough to make me feel pretty or skinny or... Um, I guess like date worthy. My name is Courtney Benjamin. Hear my story. Well, I grew up with uh, three siblings. My parents were married when I was little. Um, By the time I was five, um, I guess my parents' marriage had been on the rocks for the whole time, but it started um, falling apart. And by the time I was seven, uh, I remember them sitting us down and telling us that they were going to get a divorce. And Um, That's when I realized that like I was broken and um, that I wasn't just broken at that point but like that things had just been broken and that I was surrounded by brokenness and um, by the time I was nine my dad was gone and everything changed as far as uh, we were raised by a single mom. Um, My two two oldest siblings were uh, old enough to either be out of the house or choose to be out of the house. Um, And then my other brother, uh, he was 18 months older than me, and we lived with my mom. And, I mean, it was just the single mom life. We were struggling sometimes, paycheck to paycheck, but we made things work. And, um, yeah, by the time I was nine, things were just, I was a really broken kid. My journey really began Um, I would say the year my dad left, the year that he was actually gone out of my life. Um, I started struggling with suicidal thoughts and I told my mom and I just felt like it was, I don't, I don't know that she took me seriously, um, because I don't know that she knew how serious I was. Um, but yeah, I started struggling with suicidal thoughts and then it just started going downhill from there. Um, by the time I was 18, uh, my brother that was 18 months older than me passed away. And I remember by that time eating had become a, almost like an idol of mine. Like it was something that I thought about all the time. It was something that I felt like I needed to control. I needed to make sure that I wasn't getting too much and that I was exercising enough so I could stay and maintain a certain weight or stay out and maintain a certain weight. And um, then my brother passed away and I... It was weird because around the time that my brother passed away, I had almost kind of told God that like, okay, I'm going to try to start doing better because I knew that what I was doing and the things that I was, the, the things that were consuming my mind weren't right and weren't, um, 
just okay for me to be thinking all the time. So I kind of told him like, okay, God, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do right. Um, I'm gonna try to start doing better and eating what I'm supposed to eat and not starving myself. And then my brother passed away and I felt like God was just, um, I, I don't know, I felt like it was his fault. Um, I took it out on him and I was pretty much like, okay, if like, if I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna do good and you're gonna take my brother away, like I'll show you what it's really like to, to see my rebellious end of the sticks. And I started starving myself um, to an extreme. I started flirting with suicide. I started self-harming. Um, and I don't know, I just started waking up in the middle of the night thinking that I was dying. Um, I thought that I was legitimately starving myself to death and I would wake up gasping for air. And I remember one day I just hit rock bottom and I told my mom, um, I need some help. Like I can't, I'm, I'm literally going to die if I don't get help. Uh, my lowest moment was definitely gasping for air and thinking that I was dying. So I signed up for rehab and I was going two months later and um, I found myself in a six-month program, 13 or something hours away from home, by myself with no one that I knew. Um, and I was there for eight months and it completely changed my life. I remember before rehab, um, I had been in church, I was in youth. Uh, some growing up, I decided to start going to church when I was able to drive, and uh, I was just in youth. I loved it. But um, one thing I found out when I hit rock bottom was that um, I had a ton of relationships with God's people and not a relationship with God. So um, that was what I was missing was so many people were trying to help me and point me to Him, but I had to find Him myself um, and figure out that that it was almost like I had to find out for myself that hey, you're not going to work for me, you're not going to heal me, you're not going to make me feel better, you're not going to um, suffice. But when I went there, it was like I had nothing and nobody. I was in a place where I didn't have a cell phone, I didn't have internet, I didn't have a phone, period. I had no form of communication with anybody outside of the place regularly. So I had to spend a lot of time with Jesus. And I realized really, really fast that I did not know him like I thought I did. Since rehab, I haven't, honestly, I really, it, when I say God washed me clean, like he washed me clean, like, and one thing this girl said to me one time when I was there was she was like, um, when God washes a place away and he really washes it away, think of it as something that it's not there anymore. Like you can't, if, if you demolish a house, you can't go back to the house. And he, ru he, he, he completely ruined and destroyed and took out that house that I had like made my home of just um, fear and uh, rejection and abandonment when it comes to things of the past. And um, I'm not going to say that I don't struggle with th 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 with ever thinking those things, but I don't. They're different now. Like I, he washed me completely clean of an eating disorder. Like if I had to say something, or if I had to give someone a piece of advice from what I've learned. Um, it would definitely be that uh, to conquer the enemy, um, you have to do the opposite of what he wants you to do. So like for me, it was like if he said, 
okay, if I went out with some friends to a coffee shop and I had a cup of coffee and a donut, um, immediately after I left, he would be riding my back like, okay, it's time to go run that off now. Like it was just something that he was constantly trying to consume my thoughts with. So once I realized that I was doing everything he wanted me to do and I stopped, um, I started doing the opposite. Um, it was insane how much Jesus used that to help me. So it's like, instead of if I would eat a donut, um, when he's like, go run that donut off, it's like, no, you know what, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to enjoy myself because I'm still loved and I'm still accepted and I'm still beautiful. 